now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do, Roger. That's all we know what to we do. We just find music laying around all over the place and we put it here on our program. That's right. That's what we do. Well, it's pretty easy, uh, I, you might think. You might think. But we s- seem to make it pretty difficult. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Probably unnecessarily, but... Well, yeah. Well, people ask us, they say... Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And like we would know. Well, like we're some kind of experts. Which we're not. We're not, but we do have an opinion. Which which, is kind of a definition. Yeah, and it's music with distinctive distinctive American American roots. roots. Right, that's easy for you to say. Not so much today. Not so much, but that's that's a pretty broad definition there. Well, yeah, I mean, it takes it out of the realm of just fiddle and banjo music, you know. Uh, For instance, it could be rhythm and blues. It could be rockabilly. It could be classical. It could be show tunes. Uh, I was just going to say show tunes. Well, but, I beat you uh, to it, didn't it, I? Did be, it could be that Bakersfield sound. <laughs> it could be pop. It could be honky-tonk. We decided it could even be Gregorian chants. Uh, I guess it could be. Uh, it, if uh, it's done by an American guy, right? Uh, as long as it, yeah. Okay, well, there you it, go. His name was Greg. <laughs> and he does these chants. <laughs> So I think it would work. Uh, probably so. And you know what else it could be, Leo? Oh, I know what it could be. It could be Boogaloo. Boogaloo. And it is Boogaloo here we just on like the Mercado Roadshow. Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah, we like that. That's what we like to do. Well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes. That's correct. That we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. Also true. And we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. It's an, it's an odd-numbered show, episode 135. That's correct. And oddly enough, Leo, you get to start. Okay. Thank you very much, Roger. You're welcome. I want to talk about a guy named Clyde Lindsley McFadder. Otherwise, just Clyde McFadden, right? Okay. Okay. And uh, the guy was born, it depends on what year or who you're looking at, right? It's either 1931, 32, or 33, or maybe even 34. Well, okay. All we know is November 15th on one of those years, okay? Everybody agrees on that. Well, that's good. (laughs) At least we got that going for us. And uh, anyway, he was one of these guys who was a a high-pitched tenor singer, right? But he was one of the uh, early early pioneers of the doo-wop sound, and then as it kind of morphed into rock and roll and everything. Uh, he, at one time, he became uh, the lead singer for a band called Billy Ward and his Dominoes, and uh, he was largely responsible for the initial success, initial success of the group. He was kind of a standout singer in the first place. But anyway, he uh, he was the guy that went on to form his own group that was called the Drifters. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're getting in context here All just right. a little bit. And uh, but he died young. He was only thirty nine years old when he passed away. And even though he was he left a huge market on the industry, he was disappointed in his own career. He just felt like he didn't you know accomplish what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But he accomplished a lot. And he was now listen. This is kind of an interesting stat. He was the first artist to be inducted twice into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow! First time was as a solo artist, and later as a member of the Drifters. 
Oh, cool. Okay. Now, subsequent double and triple inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are said to be members of the Clyde McFadder Club. Oh, cool. Since he was the first guy to do it. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, it, this is a great tune, Roger. It, was, it came out in 1954. And uh, you have kind of a, we have kind of another connection to this song. It's called Someday You'll Want Me to Want You. Oh, yeah. And you found another version of it done by a country guy that you and I uh-huh. messed around with a little bit. Sure. So let's listen to Clyde McFadder do it. I know that someday you'll want me to want you. Somehow I can't forget you until someday when you want me to want you. Someday you're gonna want me to want you. Yes, baby, but let me tell you, that's the day, that's the day that I'll be in love. I'll be in love with somebody that's new, somebody that's brand new, look just like you. Nice. You can hear that drifter sound in there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. All right, Roger, it's back to you. Okay, well, our buddy Jason, Uh-oh. Uh, he positioned me in front of a rabbit hole and gave me a swift kick, and I went tumbling down. You went down there again, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Oh, oh, this is so great, man. <laughs> it's the Del Rubio triplets. 
Now, have you ever heard of them? You know, I think maybe I have, but I cannot. I cannot tell. Probably you. because Jason sent us a message. Probably. And said, Why haven't we heard, heard the Del about Rubio, the Del Rubio? Rubio and, and he okay. said, "Have fun digging into this one." <laughs> so they were. Um, uh, they rose to fame in the eighties, uh, mostly due to their campy style of dress and their cover versions of songs. Now, early on. They performed in the 40s uh, through the 60s as the Boyd Triplets with uh, Xavier Cugat's band. Oh, okay, sure. Okay, yeah. In nightclubs and in at least one movie. But, uh, okay, so they were born as Edith, Elna, and Mildred Boyd on August 23rd, 1921. So they were really were triplets. And they were born in the Panama Canal Zone. They were of Scottish, English, and Spanish descent. So I guess each one of them was Scottish, one was English, and the other one was Spanish. That's how <laughs> no, I interpret it. <laughs> no. Nice try, though. Okay. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. And they were also, this is so cool, they were direct descendants of Pocahontas through the Bowling family lineage. <laughs> their grandfather was Rolf Emerson Bowling, and their great-aunt was Edith Bowling Galt Wilson, the wife of United States President Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh no! We're in a swirling oh, uh, whirlpool man. here. Oh man! So uh, their stage name comes from the color they dyed their hair. The word Rubio means blonde in Spanish. Okay. Okay. They never got married or had children because they didn't want to break up their act. <laughs> now that's commitment. Really, that's dedication yeah. right there. Yeah, and, and you're going to hear them, and you're going to go, "Why?" <laughs> Uh, possibly. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe you'll love it. Uh, but, but, so Grammy Award winning songwriter uh, Ali Willis is credited with rediscovering them in 1985. And she presented them at her parties where they garnered much notable attention. <laughs> wait a minute. No, wait a minute. They were born when? What year? Uh, they were born in 1921. So by this time, they're in their 60s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. I got you. Oh, we're not done. Oh, okay. So their biggest hits were cover versions of Are You Ready? Oh, yeah. Whip It by Devo, Neutron Dance by the Pointer <laughs> oh, Sisters, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead from okay. Wizard of Oz, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles, These Boots Are Made for Walking by Nancy Sinatra, Hey Jude by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got to tell you, I had a heck of a time oh, picking one. They released three albums. Uh, it was Three Gals, Three Guitars, Whip It, and Jingle Bells, Christmas with the Del Rubio Triplets. <laughs> Um, man, but uh, so here's the final, final uh, okay, uh, yeah. uh, uh, topping. They often appeared scantily clad, usually showing off their legs, despite the fact that they were already in their 60s at the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is some great stuff. Oh, man. I, so I tell you, I had a heck of a time picking, but I, I, I picked the album uh, Three Gals, Three Guitars from 1988, and I picked it because they do this kind of scat rhythmic kind of thing and it's their take of El Condor Pasa I'd 
rather be a hammer than a nail Yes, I would If I only could I surely would Hard. Jason, you are genius, man. I got to tell you. Good this is grief. Incredible stuff. Yeah, that's very, I, you know, I had heard, but I, I couldn't have placed the music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess there's a reason I didn't listen to it when it was popular. Well, yeah, you'll never be able to unhear it, I'll tell <laughs> no, you that. No, I'm still trying to see this, these 65-year-old women with the long legs. Well, man. I guess I could post it on the website, you but probably maybe should. I shouldn't. Probably uh, should. Okay, I can yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that. I'll post a picture put on the website. There. Okay. Well, Leo, what do you want to follow that up with? <sighs> okay. All right, fine. Okay. A while back, uh, sometime back, I, I guess I should have looked when it was, we featured a brewer in Shipley. Yeah. A couple of Missouri boys, right? You bet. And they made it big and decided they didn't like it. They went out to L.A. for a while, and then they came back. Said, to heck with it, you know. They yeah. didn't care for the business that much. Anyway, um, we featured, I think, one toke over the line. But we they, did? The, Episode 44. I there you go. T- took a look. There you go. Yeah. And, um, you know, but they did another song that I was familiar with. I had forgotten about it. It was kind of a chant. And uh, it, is it Gregorian? No, no. Oh, okay, no, but that's good thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's Indian. Uh, it's it's called Wichitaito. Now you'll recognize it when I get. But let me back up a little bit because while their version was popular, it was not the original version. Okay, the song was originally uh, recorded by a guy named Jim Gilbert Pepper the second, and he was born in 1941. But um, he was uh, he was of uh, Indian heritage. I think it was uh, uh, Muscogee. No, he was yeah, Muscogee Indians and another. I'll remember here in a minute. But, of course, we first heard the song through Brew and Shipley, and that's what I had. But then I went back and remembered, actually, he had a big hit with that song. And it's one of those things where, you know, you didn't make the association right away. But let me just give you a little more background on it. Uh, he was a jazz guy, actually, a saxophonist. And, uh, and he was a... 
Uh, he moved to New York in 1964, and he came to prominence in the late 60s as a member of a band called the Free Spirits, which was an early jazz rock fusion group that also featured a couple other people like Larry Coryell and Bob Moses. And then he went had, he had a lengthy career in jazz. Okay. He was just a very well-respected musician. So anyway, the, uh, the, the, it was a, they described it as a near-hit single in 1969. And it's just better than a near miss. Yeah, so exactly right. Yeah. It's better, okay. Exactly just right. Just to clarify that. Well, it went to number to 69 on okay. the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And um, he was the lead singer. And it was issued on a, on a, um, a label called Van, Vanguard Apostolic. Apostolic. I never heard that of a label no, before. me neither. But now here's the in- interesting thing about it. It's the only hit to feature an authentic Native American chant in the history of the Billboard pop charts. Wow, it's it's pretty cool. We start to think cool. about it. Yeah. Now the the Wichitaito is derived from a peyote song of the Native American church, which he had learned from his grandfather. Okay. And it's the most famous example of this kind of hybrid jazz Native American hybrid music that he did, uh, and it's been carv- covered by not just Brewer and Shipley, but by Harper's Bazaar, Ralph Towner, uh, John, uh, John Gabriel, Peter Wyoming, you know, Larry Smith, a bunch of other people have covered it over the years. Uh, it was also uh, covered by a couple of Canadian guys, but we don't talk about those on no, the show. We can't do that. Anyway, it's a it's a great song, and you will recognize it when I start playing it. Uh, it's called Wichita Toe from 1969. This is Jim Pepper. Yeah. 
liked it with Burn Shipley, but I like it even better. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, yeah, it's a really different song. Hey, I got to uh, just add one correction. Okay, what's that? In case somebody goes looking, it's the Del Rubio. The Del Rubio sisters. Triplets. Okay. Triplets. Triplets. The Del Rubio triplets. Okay. I don't want to get anybody mad at Well, me. you know, Oren mm. would be Colin. Uh, he would. That's yeah. true. Uh, he he, uh, he is everything. The, he is the human footnote for that, the Darius. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Oh, hey, look what the time. Yeah, is. we have used up our time for this uh, portion of the show. <laughs> we've the we've abused just, our time. It I just think. flew. Yeah. This well, time. It has. It has. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. It's uh, an odd-numbered show, and so. Um, Uh, It's moving day tomorrow, and we have to go police the area, and we have to check that left left rear inside duel. And actually, you have to check the (sighs) left rear inside duel. So why don't you go suit up? Okay. Uh, I'll go clean up the trash, and uh, and I'll clean the cap box. I hope my helmet's still back there. Uh, I'm sure it is. It's right by your Carmen Miranda hat. My Carmen Miranda hat. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, well, you do that, and I'll do this, and we'll be back in a few. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on... Truckers Radio USA. Um, well, what do you think? Um, well, I, you know, in case anybody missed last week's show, yeah, we probably should explain. You know, we we have traveled from one Shady Grove RV park to the next for right, over two years. Exactly. And we finally ran out of official Shady Grove RV Park. We couldn't find any more. And so we, we came up with this great idea. I found this website that was uh, like funny town names uh-huh. for different, yeah. you know, every state. It was brilliant, Roger. And, and so we decided we'd throw the dart and whatever state it landed in, you got to pick one of those names. Exactly. And I thought Sugar Bunker, Nevada sounded awesome. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, well, unfortunately, how do you like it? it? We're in the middle of a desert. <laughs> it's a desert, and not only that, it's it's uh, it was like a nuclear test site. <laughs> yeah, you know there actually is a a tower, uh-huh. you know, called Sugar Bunker. Right. There's really not much there, but we decided we'd go to the nearest RV park we could find. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we found one. <laughs> As such as it is. Such as, listen, yeah. we're in Forty Mile State Park. Uh huh. Okay, in Nevada. Right. Okay, and um, it's kind of a rough place. It's it's kind of desert, you know. Well, you know, we had this great idea. Well, we'd find a tree, and and it would it, that would be Shady Grove. I said, there's no trees. <laughs> no, there's no trees. <laughs> there's no trees here. No. Uh. No, it's it's. But listen, from the late here's the here's the history on this. Okay. Part. Like from the late 1840s to the 1860s, the travelers, you know, we talk about the, the, the three trails that came out of Kansas City, right? Yeah, the, hence our name, uh, our band <laughs> three name. Three Trails West, West right? right? Well, the, the, there were a lot of branches on that. Uh-huh. As it got further west, well, it was called the Immigrant Trail through Nevada, right? Right. And um, it was also known as the Central Overland Trail, but endured a months-long journey through an often inhospitable terrain and their quest to reach California. Oh, yeah. Everybody's headed for California. Of course they were. But by all accounts, the worst part of the trip was the stretch of barren alkali wasteland located west of today's community of Lovelock, Uh which is not too far from from Sugar Bunker, Bunker. right? Uh And it's known as the 40-mile desert. (laughs) So we are 40-mile state park. (laughs) No, wait, no, it gets gets worse, Roger. 
uh, in dozens of accounts of the time travelers wrote extensively of the challenges they wrote. They said blistering heat during the day and animals and people dying of thirst and often of having to discard every, every possession they owned over this little 40-mile strip. They got so close. Yeah. So the, what made it worse was the fact that most travelers had to wait until late spring to leave, you know. Sure, to get so, out from winter. Right. Which meant they ended up here in, like, August. August. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. So anyway, and one, one more little footnote. Okay. Um, in a survey in 1850, right, it indicated that even that early in its usage, the routes had resulted in 1,061 dead mules, almost 5,000 dead horses, 3,750 cattle, and 953 human deaths. Ouch. Ouch. And here we are. Uh, you know what? Hey, I've got an idea. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go inside. Good idea. Okay. Wow. Man. Uh, Hi, Ardmore's upset. Yeah. Yeah, well. Sorry, Kitty. Yeah, you don't want to go out there, Ardmore. No. Trust me. I think he's going to be an indoor cat. For now. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, the nice place about this uh, thing about this place is, though, we don't have to use our lights. No. <laughs> it just glows at night. <laughs> Everything glows around here. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind but... of eerie. <laughs> but, All well. right. Well, um, okay, Rod. Okay. I guess it's time to move on. Yeah, I guess so. And I think it's your turn. It is. All right. All right. Well, um, uh, I need to thank our pal Katie for this Uh-oh, next one. Here, here comes Katie. I knew I was going to like this group when I heard the name. Yeah? The Brothers Comatose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Man, these guys are great. Five-piece bluegrass band based out of San Francisco, California. Right? So yeah. there's two brothers who play guitar and banjo and three other guys. Uh, and they start with started out with the two brothers doing arrangements of songs by bands such as Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, Creed's Clearwater Revival. Okay, sound yeah. familiar? Yep. Okay, with this stuff we it used sounds, to do, right? Yep, it sounds like us. So, uh, you know, the Acoustic Guitar Magazine describes their music as upbeat brand of Americana with lots of toying, a dash of wit, and a splash of surrealism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So the band redefines bluegrass music as a blend of contemporary rock and traditional bluegrass. And that's kind of what we used to do yeah, with uh, Spontaneous yeah. Combustion. Right. But uh, I tell you what, uh, they, boy, I really wanted to. They have a rendition of Harvest Moon that features A.J. Lee. Mm. It's super cool, and I may come back to that. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, it's it's a nice arrangement. But I'm going to take one off of their uh, their uh, uh, album called The Covers from 2016. Uh, the Brothers Comatose doing I Want a New Drug. <laughs> My car make me feel three feet thick. I want a new drug, one that won't hurt my head. One that won't make my mouth too dry, make my eyes too red. One that won't make me nervous, wondering what to do. One that makes me feel like I feel when I'm with you. And I'm along with you, yeah. Don't cost too much Oh, come in a pill 
makes me feel like I feel when I'm with you When I'm alone with you, yeah treatment of that song yeah. that's pretty cool man yeah thanks katie for that those guys are great that's so, a good, uh, good call good uh, call okay leo well it's back over to you now maybe it's the desert that has influenced my choice of my next song i mean i think it's highly likely uh to I be honest I, with you well okay well like okay the name of the band is nolan strong and the diablos ah okay, okay. and uh they were an american they were out of detroit then they were R and B and doo wop vocal group, and uh, they had you know some pretty good hits early on. In fact, uh, what happened was well, first of all, the name Diablos. I, I'll explain that first. Uh, it, it comes from uh, a guy that uh, a book that the, he was reading at the time, right? Okay. Um, and uh, it was called uh, El Nino Diablo, the Devil Child. All right. How it translates. And uh, this guy Nolan Strong was reading that book as a high school book report assignment, right? I bet he couldn't get away with that now. <laughs> Maybe not. Anyway, so the band went down uh, to Fortune Record Studios in Detroit. I assume he was not going to Catholic school. <laughs> probably, uh, I'm just sorry to interrupt. But. Probably not. Okay. He had red knuckles from the nuns <laughs> pounding on his wrist. Anyway, the, they they went down to cut some demos at this uh, at, at Future uh, Fortune Record Studios, to, in the hopes of you know getting something going, uh, but. It actually happened really fast, like immediately. Wow. Because uh, no sooner had they uh, cut the demos than uh, Jack and Devorah Brown, who owned the studio, right, uh, immediately signed the group to record for their label, just like that. Wow. And uh, their first recording for Fortune was um, a song called Adios, My Desert Love. Okay, there okay. you go. But they also did this song. Uh, and they recorded it in 1954, and it was one of their better-known songs. And you're going to love it. You ready? Uh-huh. It's called The Wind. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Wind, wind, blow, wind. 
It's uh, eerily cool. It is cool. And did you hear, yeah. notice how you can hear the room sounds? I mean, yeah. that's the way they were recording, you know, with one mic. Yeah, sure. Back in those days. But I, I just like that cut, that man. It's fun. very weird. All right, Roger, it's your turn. Okay, well, um, I'm going down into uh, a vortex. Uh, so when I, when I first was looking at the Brothers Comatose, okay? Yeah. And they, they had a song, uh, a cover, I, which I didn't know at the time, but it's called Stick Shifts and safety belts. Yeah. And I really it. liked it. And yeah. I'd never heard of either. So, so I'm looking into it. Well, it was, um, the song originally was done by a group called Cake. Cake? Cake. I like Cake. I, I like Cake. I like Cake. Yeah. And so they're, they're an alternative rock band from Sacramento, California. Um, it, it's really, uh, it's, it's, it's a, an interesting group. So they, uh, they, uh, they, they came up with the name Cake and rather than referring to the food, the name is meant to be like when something insidiously becomes part of your life, like like more like um, something cakes onto your shoe and is just sort of there until you get rid of it. <laughs> so, so, wow, so you can kind of that's, that's really cool. You can understand where these guys are coming from. So they they incorporate a wide range of genre of their music. It, it includes country music, mariachi, new wave. College rock, jazz, funk, Iranian folk music. Oh, come on! Brazilian music and hip hop. <laughs> so um, the, the the leader is a guy uh, named John McRae, and he cites uh, Hank Williams, Tom Zay, and the Golden Gate Quartet and Sly and the Family Stone as particular influences. <laughs> Gee whiz! <laughs> so you could just get an idea, holy right? Holy, okay. So uh, the, it says the band is most often noted for four things: the prominence of DeForest's trumpet lines. McRae's ironic, sarcastic lyrics, his droll, deadpan, monotone vocals, and the use of the vibra slap. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so I, I, it, they're really cool, man. And uh, so I found it. This is off of their album, Fashion Nugget, from 1996, Cake Doing, Stick Shifts, and Safety Belts. <laughs> Stick shifts and safety belts Bucket seats have all got to go when we're driving In the car, it makes my baby seem so far I need you here with me Not way over in a bucket seat I need you to be here with me Not way over in a bucket seat 
But when we're driving in my Malibu, it's easy to get right next to you. I say, baby, scoot over, please. And then she's right there next to me. I need you here with me, not way over in the bucket seat. I need you to be here with me, not way over in a bucket seat. All right. Belts, bucket seats have all got to go when we're driving in the car. It makes my baby seem so far. I need you here with me, not way over in a bucket seat. I need you to be here with me, not way over in a bucket seat. There is just one Schlitz, yeah, yeah, nothing else comes near. When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. I don't know, being in the desert, man. Boy, one works up one heck of a thirst. One heck of a thirst, yeah. yeah. And we don't have anybody else to apologize Normally, to. we would be taking apologetic beers around. Maybe but, uh, it's not as bad outside not, as we thought. You well, think I, I don't know. I, are you sure? No, let's take a look. Okay. No idea. If you like it light with a big taste too, there's only one brew that will do. When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Real gusto in the great light beer Schlitz. And we're backing up. Yes, we are backing up. We're not very good at that part. No, but um, we, we can sing back up pretty good. That's true. But we don't. Yeah. We don't Rosie, back Rosie up there. Rosie well. is a little tricky. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We smashed a few trash cans along yeah. the way. And yeah, that's cost us. That's yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, down at the Home Depot, man. Yeah. Yeah. No hope no Home Depots here. That's right. There's Roger, there's nothing here. <laughs> nothing here. You know. Okay, we'll solve this we'll, soon enough. We'll be leaving tomorrow. Yeah. When, that's uh, right. Maybe we'll find a better, you know, more, we'll, a place, we'll discuss that. A place a that bit. doesn't glow in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. be good. Okay. All right. Well, this is the part of the show where we just get down and well, we just beg, beg people. Yeah, we beg. You know, to go to our websites and, you know, check them out. We, we come I, on, please. I, I just post something uh, while we were talking. I, I posted the Del Rio triplets there you go so there's always something new to see that's exactly right and uh so uh matter of fact if if you want to go see it the uh, website for this show is the derrieres.com and if you don't put the oh you're going to be seeing some sites that but, you know yeah you don't want to see that's not on us that's yeah. that's not that's on not us. us no yeah. it's not us well it's not us. <laughs> and it's yeah. not on us <laughs> well it, it isn't on us it is not i us. mean it, anyway, we're, <laughs> anyway getting, we're going deep here way deep yeah okay. so uh um uh, and of course the one for the band let's get out of that is <laughs> that's, well that's three trails with the number three on the front of it right and we talked about that earlier in the show about the name of the band and how it talks about the three trails coming out of Kansas mm-hmm. City. So you got a little that led to uh, a death in, in a horrible way, death and destruction <laughs> on the desert. <laughs> 
So, but if you go to either of our websites, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's right. And if you see it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented. But boy, there's getting to be a bunch of dogs. So, so you could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us. And we'll walk you through it. Yeah, we yeah. will. No problem. Glad yeah. to do it. Uh, you know, there are contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Right. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, because mm-hmm. why would you, at thederriers.com. You know, um, and also, if you go to thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and from there, you can uh, listen to or download and listen to at your leisure any of our past episodes. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. That's yeah. very important. I hope somebody does that. Somebody should. Days. They're going to get they a free should. CD if they just yeah. send us a picture. You yeah. Know? Hey, you know what else? Hey, what else? Uh, you can find any of our past episodes now on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. yeah. In addition to that, you can find it on Stitcher. Or you can just stay with Spotify. You know, Spotify is yeah, or, or it's on TuneIn also. Per- Spotify is perfectly and fine. And it's even it's on Amazon Music. Right there on the dial. Yeah. You just go, and and uh, iHeartRadio. Or you go to Spotify. <laughs> yes, you could. It's just everywhere. It's everywhere. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go Go nowheres without the derriers. We appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Okay, I think it's back to you, Larry. I think it is, too. Hmm. I'm still a little shell-shocked from the the standstorm that's out there. I I didn't know there were camels in Arizona. They did drive camels. There were camels going across That's right. We'll talk about that. Hi, Jolly. We'll (laughs) talk about Hi, Jolly later. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, uh, that's right. Sometime back. Camels in the desert. Yeah. Okay, Leo. Let's get back to work. Hank Williams. We've we've talked about Hank Williams before. Right. And uh, but I am going to talk more as as much about a song as it is about Hank. And I'm not going to rehash. Everybody knows about Hank Williams. I mean, he was the absolute you know king of country music. And he wrote so many great songs. But this one is something I have kind of a personal connection with. Years ago, uh, some guys from a show called The Louisiana Hayride, or Grandsons or something, the guys that ran it, showed up at the studio I was working at, and they had a bunch of little acetates from that show. Wow. And it was some Elvis stuff. And I helped them produce a CD off of all that material. It was kind of a, some of the stuff was sketchy in this quality, but there was also an acetate that they had of Hank Williams singing, My Bucket's Got a Hole in It. Oh, yeah. All right. And I eventually uh, set that over when I realized what I had, because it was a live recording with a false start and the whole bit. I sent it over to Mars Archives and had them archive the thing. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I've always had kind of think about that song. Well, he recorded it in 1949. Okay. And uh, he probably learned it from this uh, black dude named Rufus Payne. He had a nickname called a T-Tot. And what happened was that... As uh, in Tater? As in Tater. I guess so. Tater, T-Tater time. And he's two kids, you know. Tater and T-Tot. But anyway, he followed this guy around. Hank would sell newspapers, right? And every time he had 10 or 15 cents together, he'd go find this guy and ask him to show him to play the guitar. Oh wow! So that's how we got that's how we got that black influence style on his guitar sure. playing. Okay, so he came up with this song uh, called "My Bucket's Got a Hole in It," and the, the he took it to the he wanted to record it. Uh, so Fred Rose, uh, who was uh, part of the AKF Rose, you know, oh, uh, sure. publishing company, well, he didn't he didn't want it uh, he didn't want it to really have much to do with it because it mentioned beer, right? Uh-huh. Was kind of a thing then. Back then, sure. Back then, and probably had something to do with the fact that um, that it also uh, had a, a line in it about a Ford. 
something about writing on the on the running board, okay. right? And okay. so he said, "Now listen, um, the, the line was me and my baby. We got a Ford. Now we change gears from the running board." Okay. okay. So he said, "Well, listen, that's a problem because uh, DJs that you know endorse like Chevrolet and Studebaker oh, yeah. and stuff, well, they won't play it if it's got something about a Ford in it. So they had to take that out, Darn right? It. Yeah. Well, whatever." And uh, so he went on with it, and he got this song out. Now, listen, it's on the flip side of this record was uh, the song, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Oh, yeah. They were recorded both at the same session. Okay. Okay. And what, another interesting thing about that is that this song is significant for featuring the only guitar solo Williams ever recorded. Really? Yep. He did rhythm on all of his stuff. He always had other guys do leads and stuff. I'll be darned. On this song, he walked in the studio, and he'd worked out a lead. They walked two or three times and then recorded, and he did it in one pass. And wow. Re- and recorded the only guitar solo we ever, ever recorded. I'll be darned. So there you go. A little backstory on this great song, My Bucket's Got a Hole in It. This is Hank Williams from 1949. Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it. Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it I can't buy no beer Well, I'm standing on the corner With a bucket in my hand I'm waiting for a woman It ain't got no man Cause my bucket's got a hole in it Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it I can't buy no beer Well, I went up on the mountain I looked down in the sea I seen the crabs and the fishes Doing the bebop Because my bucket's got a hole in it Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it I can't buy no beer Of me working so hard When I got a woman In the boss man's yard Cause my bucket's got a hole in it Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it I can't buy no beer It's got a hole in it. Yeah, my bucket's got a hole in it. I can't buy no Good one, a little piece of history there. Hey, you know, I checked, and uh, we actually had had never covered you Hank Williams. I just had it in my head that we had. Yeah, you know, I would I have thought I, we would. Yeah, have, yeah, but, but wow. we hadn't. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, Roger. Well, we got that done. It's your turn. You know, I got a, a text from Mariah. 
Oh, your daughter. My daughter. Wow. And and she said, did you know that Janis Joplin was not the first person to record Peace of My Heart? You know, I don't, I didn't, but I, I'm not too surprised because she covered a lot she of old blues. She did cover a lot of tunes. Yeah, old blues tunes. Well, so, the yeah. first person to record it was a woman by the name of Irma Vernice Franklin, who was the Older sister of Aretha. Oh, really? Yeah. How cool is that? It's pretty darn cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, she she and her sisters, you know, when they were young, they sang at the New Bethel Baptist Church. Right, right. But when Aretha became a recording artist, uh, uh, Irma provided backing vocals, toured with her, and, uh, you know, the most notable backup performance was uh, on uh, Respect. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to talk about the song a little bit. It was uh, written by Jerry Ragavoy and Burt Burns. Okay, so we covered uh, Yeah, Burt we covered Burns, Burt Burns. Right? Yeah, he was a star maker. Um, now, and it was originally recorded by Irma Franklin in 1967. Okay. And um, they, uh, it, it's interesting because uh, Burt Burns wanted Van Morrison, uh, who he was producing at the time, yeah, to yeah. record it, but he declined. He wanted to do his own material. Yeah, well, that's something. Yeah, you know, there's a whole backstory about Van Morrison. Well, sure you know, it is. But, yeah, yeah. But um, so they, uh, the song after she recorded it, uh, it in 1967, it peaked in December of '67 at number ten on the Billboard Hot Rhythm and Blues Singles oh, chart. Dang. And then it came to greater mainstream when Big Brother and the Holding Company. Uh, covered it the next year in 1968. Right, and so Janis Joplin later. was just their singer. Right. Because the big brother in the whole company was a big deal, and then they just hired her. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, and of course, they had a much bigger hit, but uh, but after that, Franklin's version was nominated for the Grammy Award for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. Oh, darn. But, uh, you know, a bunch of people have done the song. Dusty Springfield did it, Faith Hill, Melissa Etheridge, and Joss Stone, and... Uh, but uh, the song is included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. Huh. You know? Wow. And, um, but anyway, it, it's interesting because um, uh, Franklin told an interviewer that when she first heard Janis Joplin's version on the radio, she did not recognize it because of the vocal arrangement. Oh, really? Well, you know, Janis just had oh, a style. She had her, yeah, know? she had her way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, this is really super cool. And uh, matter of fact, there uh, I, I found a video of her singing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to post that on our website, okay. too, because right. it's super cool. Um, so uh, thank you, Mariah, for this. Irma Franklin from 1967 doing Peace of My Heart. Everything that a woman possibly can oh. 
I got to tell you, Roger, that came out in, what you say, 67? 1967, <clears throat> and then Janis Joplin's was in 68. 68. Just followed it right away. How that got, I mean, I guess the only reason it got by me is because it was eclipsed in my mind because I was a huge Janis fan, well, of course, you know? yeah. And that just got by me somehow. Well, it's time that uh, she got her due. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mariah, thank you. That was such a, you know, it kind of makes up for the uh, uh, tongue lashing we got uh, (laughs) from uh, Rex for the last uh, suggestion. Yeah, 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 right. (laughs) He he didn't approve. Well, that's okay. That's That's fine. Yeah, that was a great one. And you know what? What? We are out of time. Oh, we really are, aren't we? So, uh, okay. Now our new our new deal is you know we're going right. to throw the dart it's a, and it's going to land in a state in a state and yes. then we pick from the list of weird name uh, town names we get to pick and so we want to go ahead with this after what we just experienced it's it can't get any worse <laughs> that's true <laughs> can it okay all right okay all right. so uh, it's your turn to throw the dart I'll get the okay. map okay get sway okay. in the back it's the old you same place you got you got it. Yeah, uh, oh. Okay. okay, you know, maybe with this new you know, plan we got, we ought to get a new map, maybe. It's a good thought. Yeah, that one's very good. We'll, we'll, we'll have a good Okay, and, uh, um, okay uh, you get the dart. Oh, yeah, hang on. Spoon up. drawer hang two. Be careful now. We don't want to start this out by, with Be damage. Careful. Okay, okay, I got it. I got All right. it. Uh, yep. Here okay. it is. Get in the okay. circle. I am in the circle. Are you ready? Uh, yep. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Whoa. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Uh, way, we went up, way up in the uh, corner and left there. It, uh, Washington State. Washington State. Yeah. Okay. okay well, here's the list. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Give it to me. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pick. Pick from the list. There's one on here called Big Bottom. <laughs> oh yeah! I can't wait. Oh baby, that's got to be it. Big Bottom, Washington. Big Bottom, Washington. That's where we're going. <laughs> Oh, this just unleashes okay, all kinds you know, of mischief. Yeah, so tomorrow uh, we get out of here, unless we want to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can wait. We can Maybe wait the tomorrow. wind will go down a yeah. little bit. And Roger, I uh-huh. looked out a little bit. Uh-huh. We don't have to take the trash out anymore. But it's <laughs> gone. <laughs> all right. Okay, uh, Art Mayor, are you ready to leave here? Yeah, uh, he's ready. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. He's starting to warm up to us a little okay. bit, I think. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, get out of here, and then we'll do this again. Uh, and hopefully it'll be just as much fun. Uh, well, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's, it's the Darien. Darien.